Welcome professional wrestling fans to the PW Fan. The PW Fan is a pro wrestling podcast created by fans for the fans. And thank you for joining us. This is episode 77. I'm your host, the grumpy old school wrestling fan, collector, barber, and guitar and screamer of Fallbright. We'll talk about that later. Talk wrestling, Tim Gilbert. And I'm back and healthy, guys. I was out sick. We were all out sick. And I'm your host, the Architect Pro Wrestling Podcast, Funko Pop Collector, Steelers fan, and yes, I am healthy again, too. I was out with a sinus infection. Booker, Andy. I'm also your host, the no-selling wrestling indie fan and football lover, Jeremy. Almost back to healthy. Not quite. I still have a cough, but I'm getting there. We, we, we got plowed through, guys. That we all got sick. <laughs> I had usually we can do it like at least two of us, but all of us were kind so of so two yeah. two weeks ago or like two no 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 like last month, I got that stomach bug that everybody was getting like that twenty four hour it just destroys yeah, you twice. Well, no, yeah, that was horrible. I think it's two different things. So I got that, and then my whole family got that. My wife and my daughter went through the whole house, and then I just. Last week when we were out, because we thought we were just going to take the day, and I said, oh, we're going to be a day behind, and then we ended up being a week off. But I had uh, what the doctor said was influenza B, so I had, like I guess, the less severe flu, but still the flu. And then on top of that, in both my eyes, I had some gnarly pink eye. It, it just was awful. Oh, man. Yeah, and I don't know if, you know, I'm a barber, so, you know, I'm – Touching people, and then, you know, <laughs> I might rub my eye, and I also have a two-year-old, but I don't know. It's annoying because, you know, let's hypothetically say I do 12 haircuts a day. That's at least 12 hand washings right there because I'm going to wash my hands before every yeah. cut, obviously. Because the doctor was like, yeah, just make sure you're washing your hands a little bit more. I was like, man, I'm, I'm slightly offended. <laughs> what doctor are you going to? I, I it was just like an urgent care. <laughs> talks like that. <laughs> he said, hey, listen, boss. <laughs> You're going to need to wash your hands a little bit more. But anyway. I don't know if so I trust th- so that. So that was my sick journey. Andy, you said you had a sinus infection? Yeah, my mom gave it to me. Uh, she had it like last week. I thought I was in the clear, and then it hit me. Um, I don't know if you can give someone a sinus infection. I think it sounds like she was just yeah. sick. Sounds like she was just sick and then got you sick. <laughs> <laughs> Or, or I mean, that's what I ended up. It was all everything up here. Yeah, just it was congested, stuff, congested, yeah. yellow. Oh, glam, yeah, we like, don't need the details, but yeah, COVID. Yeah, nice. Whatever you want to call it, man. <laughs> no, not COVID. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, and I just what have this. What are we going to talk about today, Tim? I was going to say I just have this oh, annoying cough. Sorry, that I've been coughing for like a month straight right now. Mm. Long COVID. Well, I am glad because. With all the sickness, I did lose my, uh, if anybody doesn't know, I do play in a, let's just call it a heavy metal band for for time and lack of a better term's sake. Metalcore, for those that maybe are a little bit more in the scene. But I, I do screaming. I scream and I play guitar. And I lost my voice because I was sick. And I have two big shows coming up. First time playing live in like 10 years. And I was like freaking out because I had all my voice. Well, I'm happy to say that my voice is back so if you live near harrisburg pennsylvania april 1st at hmac 
my band Fallbright is opening for the band Kingsman, and then uh, which is uh, like a heavy metal band. And then April 14th in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, which is our home base, uh, which is the band's home base. This isn't where the podcast is from. I don't want you freaks to find out where we live. Um, but <laughs> if you want to... Freaks. Come yeah, on, freaks. freaks. Uh, <laughs> but if you want to come see Fallbright play in Lancaster, we are playing with a band called Tiny Moving Parts, which is a big, big deal and pretty cool for us. That's going to be like... Probably the biggest show I've ever played. Besides, I opened one time for this band, Poison. What's the venue? Poison the Well. It is the Lancaster Convention Center. In Room A. Something something Hall. But, uh, all right. Enough plugging. Uh, So, let me just say this. Before we get started on today's episode, when you guys go to YouTube and you search for us and find the PW fan, please like and subscribe. It really helps us out. Um... You know, we we would really like this pod to keep growing and, you know, as the years go on, uh, make this thing as big as possible. So uh, we got T-shirts on ProWrestlingTees.com, backslash the PW fan, five different shirt designs. And uh, for all other social media, you can find us by searching at the PW fan, where, like I said before, we kindly ask that you follow, like, subscribe, leave a review, leave a hate comment. Tell tell me mean things about me. Make it hurt. All right. Anyway, Andy, I'm going to <laughs> pass it over to you and let you take it from here, buddy. You want to let them know what we're talking about this week? Well, uh, yeah, I guess I guess I could run through the format. Uh, yes. Yeah, so? yeah. So today we are going to be talking about Roman Reigns and Cody and Cody Rhodes in an AEW Dream Match. WrestleMania predictions and more. I'm excited to talk about this new uh, the comments CM Punk has made and Moxley is going to make comments on it apparently coming up. So, Yes, before you hopped on, me and Jeremy um, made sure that we're going to talk about it uh, later on in the show. We're going to be talking about that CM Punk comment and then um, maybe next week we can talk about what Mox says about it. So... Let's just uh, let's get this started, though. All right. Raw this week opened up with uh, Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens came out, opened up Raw, and then right behind him, Sami Zayn came out. Um, they basically explained their situation of how they got, uh, you know, to where they're at now as a team. Um, and they said, I think we know what comes next. And they stare at the WrestleMania sign, and then out come the Usos. And they talk about backstabbing, and Kevin Owens ends up saying, we all know where this is going. Uh, and then he says, Jimmy, you and your brother against me and my brother, which was, uh, that was cool to hear Kevin Owens say that. Uh, me and my brother for the Universal Tag Team Championships at WrestleMania. Uh, Jimmy also didn't want to give them a match, but Jay says, this might be our one shot to put Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens' problem in the dirt. So both teams end up brawling. Uh, the Usos grab chairs. Roman, Solo, and Heyman pull up in the parking garage, which is shown on the Titantron. And then uh, the Usos end up going to the back after I think Kevin and Sammy got the best of them yeah. during that whole thing. Um, so that's how the show opened. I thought it was a strong open. But uh, shortly after, Roman tells, after a commercial break, Roman tells the Bloodline to get out of the locker room except for Jay. Roman hasn't seen Jay since the Rumble, if you guys remember. Uh, this is the first time oh, they've right. actually been in the same room. Yeah, so he confronts Jay, and he 
quick, you know, just simply says, are you with us? Are you bloodline? Are you still my family? And so I believe Jay says yes, or maybe doesn't answer him. I don't remember, but I thought he says yes. Yeah. Um, Do you think? Because then I think he leaves. I think he leaves and Heyman's like, did you get your answers? And he's like, yeah. So. Do you think there's a chance that he turns on at WrestleMania so then KO and Sammy win? I don't know. Let's talk about that when, because Cody <laughs> mentioned something like that possibly happening. So yeah. when we get to the Cody Roman stuff, um, there was a fatal four-way tag match, um, I guess, announced in full. So I, we missed last week, and they announced, like, there's going to be fatal four-way tag team matches, one for women and one for men at Mania. I don't know if they're, like, the kickoff matches, but they started doing, like, tournament stuff for the women but the males they just announced in full so this is what the male is looking like uh it's the street profits versus braunstrom and ricochet versus alpha academy versus viking raiders so two teams from each uh respective shows so that's what's going on with the males we'll talk about the women's in a little bit um but we had a impulsive tv segment and man people fucking hate logan paul sorry <laughs> If I, if I cuss, then that gets us... Well, we're not making money, so can we get to monetize? I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, uh, so we had a... No, Logan Paul has does Impulsive, um, the podcast, so we had Impulsive TV. And he said, the crowd's booing. He says, whether we like it, us, the fans, that is, whether we like it or not, uh, he can do it all and is that good. Um, and he started talking about how it's hard to be scared of a guy named Seth, you know, Seth... Guys named Seth are usually nice guys. And, <laughs> and this part wasn't very good, but uh, he plays his knockout to Seth the other week on the Titantron, and then Logan's mic turns off, and then the camera goes to Seth in the production truck, who apparently cut Logan's mic. And Seth comes out to the ring, and he takes down Logan, and they start brawling outside the ring, and uh, Logan hits him with a knockout punch yet again. So, I got to say, Seth has to win this freaking match. He does. I understand beating The Miz, you know, in a match, and then losing to Roman makes sense. You're going to just hurt Seth, who's around all the time, if he loses compared to yeah. Logan Paul. And who... Seth is on fire right now, too. Seth's on fire. He's lost almost every, like, feud since Mania with Cody coming back. Yeah. And people still love him, though. And before that, he lost. He was losing the edge, the feud for the most part. And people still love him. I think he should win, though. If Logan wins, I'll be disappointed because I don't think he should. Yeah. But uh, unless, unless, I was talking to this with my friend, it would only be fine if Seth lost because it wouldn't hurt him if Jake Paul got involved. Yeah, like cheated to win. It'd be the only thing, and then it wouldn't be a clean win. Right. Yeah, makes and then sense. Logan Paul becomes a huge heel. Booker Andy. Booker Andy. Book it. <laughs> has any? Um, has any? Has so we got Domino on the mic. Has everybody gone and saved their or saved and purchased their Booker Andy shirt yet? That's the real question, guys. <laughs> well, have you, you know, purchased your Booker Andy? You know where you can get one. ProWrestlingTees.com backslash the PW fan. <laughs> Get some great Booker Andy shirts there. Nice, nice quick plug. Nice. Uh, Dominic Mysterio beat Johnny Gargano, unfortunately. 
Um, and he gets on the mic afterwards, and he says he's not going to stop until he gets what he wants, which kind of reminded me of Batista telling Triple H, give me what I want. Um, but he said, this Friday at SmackDown, the entire Mysterio family will be there live, even though their last name is not Mysterio. Um, he said he's going to ask his mom for Ray to face him at Mania. That's if Ray can get his balls out of her purse. Oh, Damn. Terrible line. Damn. That's what I'm talking about. Damn. <laughs> Speaking of damn, Seth's attire tonight looks sick. I like I like Seth in the white tights and the gold and the black. It's like the White Ranger. Yeah, the White Ranger vibe. Um. <laughs> so we got Roman. Roman says he wants the Usos to take the rest of the night off. So it's just gonna be Solo and Heyman with him the rest of the night. Um, we had a big. Promo video from Edge that was pre-filmed. He's like, sur- was he surrounded by a bunch of like candles? It was like a dark setting. Yeah, I believe. Like that. And, uh, he talks about what Hell in a Cell has done to him. He talks about how you know he was in it with Taker. Did he beat Taker in a Hell in a Cell? Edge. Has Edge ever lost a Hell in a Cell? Mm-hmm. You guys would know better than me because I missed the whole era of Tim would know, right? I would. I think yes, he definitely has lost a Hell in a Cell. I mean, I couldn't tell you off the you top think? of my head. Do you think yeah. he beat Taker? No. You do think he beat Taker? Let me see. Let me do a. What's the guy's name from? Well, the Rogan? anyway, what's the guy's name from the Rogan podcast? Jamie. Jamie, pull a Jamie real quick. Pull a Jamie. <laughs> um, but as you're looking that up, so he tells Finn to bring his demon. Uh, so, you know, will Demon Finn come back? Me and Jeremy were talking before Tim hopped on, and because Jeremy said, "Well, Finn has to win if he's going to beat the Demon." I said, "Well, Roman, no, <laughs> what beat the Demon hell? Finn, and then Roman said, did not beat Ro- God. Beat Demon Finn. It was Finn God. just like God. You remember he loosened the turnbuckle. Um. But yeah, he tells Finn to bring his demon because the devil would like to meet him. Oh uh, yeah, so Edge did lose to the Undertaker in two thousand and eight. He lost to him. Okay. Yeah. yeah I told you guys. I knew it. <laughs> all right. I know, I know all. Um, <laughs> I. Rhea am. Ripley cut a promo on Charlotte Flair. <laughs> Rhea, Rhea cut a promo on Charlotte Flair. Damage Control comes out, uh, which leads to a match between Rhea and Bailey. Trish Stratus, Lita, and Becky end up coming out and um, kind of costing uh, Bailey the the win. And so your winner of the match was Rhea Ripley. It was announced that Andy Kaufman, uh, comedian, uh, Andy, speak to the young. Speak to the young ago. people in the audience that don't, that don't know who Andy Kaufman is. Well, Andy Kaufman was. You know a what? Comedian. I'm gonna make this. Just and go watch Jim Carrey and Man on the Moon. You're good. Boom. <laughs> I like how you Tim was it. like, "All right, Andy, go ahead and explain it," and then he just starts talking. <laughs> All right. Well, or you could watch. You could watch last week's episode of A&E Legends Biography on Jerry Lawler. Uh, Andy Kaufman in the wrestling world was the reason, the whole reason why he's being inducted is that he had a public feud, or they everyone thought it was real with Jerry Lawler. They both were on Letterman. Um, it got you know national coverage, and it brought a lot of eyes to the wrestling business during the territory days. 
Um, so he, yeah, he had a match with with Lawler. He was his his character was really like shitty. He was telling women should be in the kitchen, and you know uh, that's where they belong. And Jerry Lawler kind of came to their aid. So, but yeah, Jim Carrey, as Tim said, in Man on the Moon, uh, played him, and Jerry Lawler was in that movie as well, playing himself to talk about that old feud. Uh, but so he will be. He, I guess, you know, every year they kind of have one celebrity, and I guess this year that would technically be the celebrity. So Jerry, very Jerry well. Lawler, he, he deserves to be. He actually has had a match. Jerry Lawler he said more that than like uh, Kid Rock or someone. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, Jerry Lawler said that Jim Carrey, when he was on the Man on the Moon set, was even more annoying in real life than the actual. Uh, well, he actually liked Andy Kaufman, but yeah. Jim Carrey stayed in character the whole time and was kind of like terrorizing everyone. He said he was annoying as shit. He was not a fan. He was not a fan of him. <laughs> um, so let's get to our main segment. Like Tim said, we were going to be talking about Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes. I have a lot of notes on this, and it was a very good uh, way to close our Raw. So let's get into it. Let's go. We have Roman Roman, Paul Heyman, Sola Sokoa come out. Uh, Cody comes out shortly afterwards. And they have a back-and-forth promo, which I thought was very good. So Roman says, uh, at one point, once they get going, you didn't want to do the Stardust thing, so you ran away. And what happened? You ran away, and you started a company, a promotion that you couldn't get over in, and then you ran away from that. Damn. Then you come here, you got over, and your, bo- and your body quit on you. Damn. Um, and so after after the crowd, you know, gets uh, says some stuff, and uh, Roman comes back. He said, "Your real moment is on April third, because when you wake up, you're gonna have to look in the mirror. You're gonna have to confront that adversity again, not like you used to, because when you look in the mirror, you're gonna have to make a choice. And I want that choice to be something that your dad would be proud of. Otherwise, you're just gonna do what you always do and run like a little bitch. So now." Now it becomes Cody's turn. What a promo. He says, you have, yeah, I know. He says, you have to, dude, Roman's gotten so good. Think of Roman like. Roman he is was, so good. And, Andy, you and I have said it before. Cena, Roman, Cena's like, Roman just, promo, lock, Roman just locking up is like, oh, so good. <laughs> what did we say? What a stud. What a stud. Even um, when, and all, all he did was no, lock up. All we just looked at each other and said, what a stud. At one point, he's having, you know, years ago, promos with Cena, and Cena, and he's not doing very well, and Cena's like, it's called a promo kid. You gotta, you know, learn how to do it. I think that's the moment. And Cody's a very good talker, so. There's oh, mo- he's like, I need to. There's moments in be. wrestling. There's moments in wrestling that I think is the moment that either starts something, like the Stone Cold thing where he just said off the, you know, randomly, like, the Austin 316 whipped your ass. I think John Cena roasting him like that since then there was like a fire lit underneath and then did he was that after no so that was before he got diagnosed with uh cancer right mm-hmm. yeah it was before right yeah. so then he comes back yeah. as a baby face that was the year roman went on to mania to beat triple h I mean, and that's the other thing. Like, what a guy. Like, what a – it's great. I mean, he comes back, you know, beats cancer, comes back. People are excited. You're obviously going to cheer for the guy because how can you not? That's, like, a fucking awesome, amazing, marvelous, miracle, big deal. 
And he still somehow turned the people against him. I'm like, dang, that's good. Good stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think we always wanted Roman to, you know, we were already booing him. We wanted him to go heal, and he did. And when yeah. he did, he, sh- he shined. So Yeah. So, Cody, it's now Cody's turn on the mic. Um, he says, you have to know what Roman is saying right now is true. I did run away. Business broke my heart. I met adversity, and I ran away. I don't hear a lot of people complaining, though, because what I did while I ran away made it so that 100% of every locker room can make a lot more money. So I'm not really worried about it. That's a good line. Which is true. Yeah. You know, he him running away did do that, you know, for a lot of people. Um. You know, and Roman talks about, he says, uh, you know, you, you're just a professional wrestler like your daddy. You know, he said, I tried to be a superstar. He's like, I was WWE, born and bred. And he said, maybe uh, he's just a good old-fashioned professor, professional wrestler, you know, <laughs> likes the blood on his face. Um, and he said he doesn't want to hear Dusty's name again before Mania because he won't <laughs> be there and Dustin is working elsewhere. But he says his Cuban mom would tell him to knock Where, Roman Where's out Lana working? When he's down for good. Lana? Yeah, there's Cody Rhodes, there's Dustin Rhodes, there's Dusty Rhodes, and then there's Lana Rhodes. <laughs> yeah, they're all related. They're all related. <laughs> Cody says his Cuban mom would tell him. To knock Roman out, or knock that boy out, and when he's down, to hit him again for good measure. <laughs> and then he told uh, Lana Rose. He told he Lana Rhodes. <laughs> oh, right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You wanted to go there. You wanted to go there, too. Oh. PG. Keep her PG, Hoss. Uh, he says, what April 3rd, you said, I want to know what April 3rd will mean for Roman. And he'll have to remember what it's like to lose, what it's like to have those titles. He said, and then Jay's going to leave you. And then because Jay leaves you, Jimmy will leave you too. And then he compare, and then he looks at So and he said, he looks at Solo and he says, you know, he's been eyeing him all night. Or doesn't know why he's been eyeing him all night. And he compares Solo next to Roman um, like Cody next to Randy. And so he said, Sola, just like him, he said, Sola isn't ready even if he thinks he is. Because Cody at the time thought that he was ready. He said, and then Solo leaves you too. And when Solo leaves this man, and he points to Heyman, he said he becomes an advocate again. Is that saying he's going back to Brock? Once Roman loses the titles, he'll have no use for Roman, basically. So it sounds like so That's why he said he'll, yeah. he becomes an advocate again. He said, so there, there you'll be, a man without a family. A Roman with no more reigns and a chief without a tribe. <laughs> and the best part about Cody in this promo part is the way Roman's selling it. Roman's selling it like he's scared, like he's thinking about what Cody's saying and that he's afraid Cody might be right if after all of this. Yeah. Everything is shown on Roman's face during this whole um, promo. So the crowd's chaining Cody. Roman walks out. It's just Solo in the ring, and Solo and Cody are face-to-face, and Solo starts to leave. And Cody said, it's like I said, I knew you weren't ready. And Cody ends up stopping Solo's attack after Solo gets pissed, and uh, I guess he tries to do the a kick or a Samoan spike, one of the two. Yeah. Um, but he the stops Samoan it. Samoan puta, sir. Oh, no, he stops it. 
he stops he stops a kick and then he goes for a Samoan spike and Roman stops solo from doing that. And then Raw goes off the air. So very good segment to end uh the show. Very good way to get if you weren't already hyped for their match. Um very good way for that. Yeah. I didn't talk about though, I completely missed over what I wanted to talk about before Raw. So you before we go over. further. Bray Wyatt's status. Oh, Bray yeah. Wyatt and Bobby Lashley. Doesn't look like it's happening right now. I haven't heard anything. They keep saying, they keep saying Bray's out with a physical issue, but no one says what it is. Apparently, not even people on creative know what's going on. But there's, I think they're still trying to get Bobby on. Who replaces? It makes sense yeah. to have Bobby still. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Put my boy LA on there. LA I night. think I saw Card- Matt Cardona wanted. He's like, put me on there. <laughs> <laughs> L.A. Knight could do it easily. I think L.A. Knight could do it, but then there's no story and it's just a match. But Yeah, but he can talk it in. Proud, yeah. Talk you into it. Better talk it in this Friday. I know. Coming up. This Friday's the last day. I know, but he's already um, in the, the Battle Royal now. So. so who knows what's going on? I guess we'll find out more. Maybe that match is off the card. I don't know. Yeah. Second thing is, Baltimore Zone, Stacey Keebler. It was announced today for the Hall of Fame. Nice. Uh, George Clooney. <laughs> I don't understand what that means, but... He was with her for a while. He, he tapped it. <laughs> was he? <laughs> yes. I'm was he? Did I, say, did I say that out loud? Yes. He, yes, it's true. <laughs> You're wow. just like, George Clooney. Ah, George Clooney. Um, was she a Nitro girl? Yes. She was also a Ravens Ooh, cheerleader. Hot, she was hot, also hot, with Nitro David Flair. <laughs> Sasha. <laughs> I have your I have your poster at home. Is it this one? No. No. Is it this one? He's like, it's this one. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> he gets on the hood of the car. I, I I'm it's not the classic show of the week, but if anybody hasn't seen Ready to Rumble, <laughs> it's the worst best wrestling. We mention movie of it all a time. lot. So. We reference it frequently. It's the best. My dad says wrestling's for pussies. <laughs> um. <laughs> He's the bestler. Better, Better than, than all, all the wrestlers. wrestlers. <laughs> See, I it's terrible. All right. Uh, how do we get into that from Stacy Keebler? Anyway, so AEW. <laughs> yeah, so let's get into dynamite. Uh, the it's young bucks are attacked. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Sorry, guys. Uh, the young bucks are attacked before the show. <clears throat> um. And that's kind of uh, it's threaded into the whole night. Basically, it po- it'll pop up later. Um, Hangman but, went with. Uh, uh, Hangman Mick. went with um, yeah, in the ambulance. Um, and Kenny and Don Callis are kind of just left um, to themselves. Uh, FTR come out after the Guns win over Top Flight, and they challenge the Guns to a match for the AW titles. At first, the Guns say no that they've already beaten them. And then F- uh, Dax specifically says, uh, if the guns win, FTR will leave AEW. The guns say, deal. They spin FTR's face, and they run out of the ring. Well, we know FTR is probably winning then. Well, do you, mean, do you think their contracts are up at the end of April? I don't know. 
Google it, Jamie. <laughs> uh, um, no, I think they. I, I think they are. I think there's a lot of contracts up at the end of April, actually, and we'll have to recap next the FTRs? week. Maybe, maybe we'll get a list. Um, I suppose I could pull a Jamie and and look. What else am I good for? Let me see. Um, <laughs> um so as Tim's looking that up, we had Adam Cole. Um, he's in the ring talking about his um return, which I believe is this week, coming up, this Wednesday. This Wednesday, yeah. Return the competition. He doesn't know who he's going to face. I was a little disappointed with this, but Daniel Garcia comes out. They have a back and forth promo. Uh, Daniel Garcia ends up saying he's the best professional wrestler, and then he stops himself and he says, <laughs> "Sports entertainer." <laughs> <laughs> um, so it looks like Daniel Garcia versus Adam Cole next week is happening. Daniel Garcia is such a stooge. But speaking of stooges, we'll get into calling people stooges later. Blackpool <laughs> um, Comic Club attacks Stu Grayson backstage oh, yeah. of the Dark they're, Order. They're, uh, it's they're, kinda... According to Forbes, Forbes Online, which is you know maybe not the best wrestling source, but uh, you know still notable. Um, you know an actual an actual site. Uh, so that their contracts will be up in April. And this article is called uh, FTR's 2023 Free Agency is a preview of huge 2024 signing spree in AEW or in WWE in AEW. So it's an article basically about how when all these people from AEW's contracts is up, it's going to be crazy to see who goes where, who stays, who moves. You're yeah. going to have FTR's last match against the gun. I know. Oh, no. <laughs> Tony um, Khan doesn't care right. about that kind of stuff. <sighs> anyway, Unless it happened in Ring show. of Honor in, like, uh, 2006. He's like, mm. He's like, <laughs> we won't be in AEW, but we're going to be with ROH now. <laughs> Which they could. They could run that entire tag team division. True. Um, speaking of Supercard of Honor is this Friday. Uh, the card, I actually want to read it off to you guys because well, I'm excited Eddie for Kingston it. I think and it looks, like a, looks like a really good card um, from what I've seen. So let's go through some of them. Um, so there's that tag team ladder match. I'm not sure. Um, who exactly is in that besides uh, Lucha Bros, the Reach for the Sky ladder match? Yeah. Um, Thursday. Sorry, guys. Okay, Supercard of Honor. We got Eddie Kingston and Claudio for the ROH World title. We have, for the ROH television title, Samoa Joe versus Mark Briscoe. That'd be good. Uh, the Reach for the Sky ladder match is... Um, Roosh and Drillistico versus The Kingdom versus Lucha Brothers versus Aussie Open versus Top Flight. Who the fuck is Drillistico? Uh, we got... <laughs> I don't know. He's a luchador, man. <laughs> um, for the AAA uh, title, we have El... Uh, Elijo del uh, Vikingo <laughs> versus, Command versus Commander... <laughs> 
Dude, you were you were trying so hard. It's not Vikingo. It, it is. It is Vikingo. <laughs> it is. I know, yeah, but it's it. just it. it's just the way you said it was so funny. You're like, uh, Vikingo. <laughs> yes, so northeast. Alinho del Vikingo versus like, Commander. Alinho um, del Vikingo. Go down to Baltimore anyway. and see the Ravens play. Ain't gonna be some cribs. Get some cribs. Fucking Lamar <laughs> Um. So th- that's what the, that's what I've seen so far for that same night. We also have the Hall of Fame after the WWE Hall of Fame after SmackDown. Um, so Friday, uh, there's a lot going on. I don't know when the NXT Stand and Deliver pay per view is. I'm sure you guys aren't going to watch that. Jeremy might. It's just Wait, okay. It's on a Friday, uh, isn't it? You know what's weird? Let me tell you guys a couple. Could of things. be this Wednesday. Let me tell you guys a couple of things that are weird. Um, <laughs> or tomorrow could be tomorrow for all I know because tomorrow's NXT. Shawn Michaels is my favorite wrestler of all time. <laughs> not he's a good the, booker. He's not a great booker. And let me also <laughs> say won, this. He won worst booker of the year. He did. There's there's part of me that like, well, I don't know. These are the same people that voted Tony Khan booker of the year. So I'm like, can't take much stock in anybody's opinion. But uh, but I mean, I'm not saying he's, but I'm literally not saying that he's good. Um but it's just like hard to watch NXT because I used to like lo- like it so much, and it's it's like yeah. almost like I don't, tr- it's almost like I don't trust it. Like I I want to give it a shot and like go back and like watch, but I'm like, fool me once, shame on me. <laughs> or yeah. Fool me, t- fool me, you know. Fool well, we once, got we got you. Braun Breaker versus Carmelo Hayes for the NXT Championship. Braun Breaker's probably gonna lose it and get caught up the next night. Uh, I mean, I do like when I saw that last pair of you, Carmelo was actually really good. Carmelo was very good. He had a really good match uh, before Adam Cole left with Adam Cole. Um, We also have Johnny Gargano uh, versus Grayson Waller. Because Grayson Waller is the one that took out Johnny Gargano before Johnny left to go have his kid. So it's kind of finishing that story. Shawn Michaels came out and brought him back. Um yeah, there's uh, a bunch of matches. I think there's a, like a five man ladder match for the uh, the ch- champion of the North. Um, <laughs> Dragon Lee's in that match, <sighs> so that will be champion his debut match. The champion of the North. Champion of the North. Little throwback for the longtime um, listeners. Uh, okay, let's finish Dynamite. We haven't finished Dynamite. All right. What? Hey, we're having a good time here. Yo, around here, you know, you're rushing the show. (laughs) Blackpool Combat Club attacks Sue Grayson backstage. I think at this point we know that they're the ones that attack the Bucks. Our main event, Kenny Omega versus El Hijo del Vikingo. You guys like how I said that? Can you say it in Maryland? Can you say it in Maryland? Okay, well, it's the son of the Viking, is the freaking name. Can you say it in Maryland. Baltimore? The son of the Viking. I no, El Hige. Ew, it's like an air siren. Ew. Um, Let's get some anyway. cribs. And I'm bombing. Um, all right, winner was Kenny Omega. Um, bombing. 
The Blackpool Combat Club attacks Kenny afterwards. Hangman Page pulls up to the arena driving an ambulance. And I was saying to myself, I was like, this is ridiculous. What do you do, steal an ambulance? And I was like, I can't say anything. Stone Cold Steve Austin did something fucking <laughs> shit back in the day. So. And also Kurt Angle still and everything. Yeah. So. I, was like, I was like, I'm saying it to myself. I was like, I can't say anything because <laughs> everyone, yeah. Suspend disbelief. Um, he comes out to the ring. The uh, Blackpool Combat Club leave. Uh, Don Fallis takes a bump. Um, then, uh, Kenny thinks that Hangman hurt Don, which he did not, and Kenny kind of gets in Hangman's face, and Kenny and Don leave. So, let's talk about the match itself. I was telling Jeremy beforehand, Vikingo's very good, uh, he's, you know, he's a spectacle. But? Uh, this was a dream match for a lot of people. You know, uh, hey, it might not be for everyone. I don't like it when you wait for spots. AEW does it, but so does WWE. Every company does it. I just hate it. And during this match, there was a lot of big spots. And a lot of times, Kenny... It was to showcase Vikinga, okay? And Kenny had to wait a lot of times for it. Now, the spots were crazy. Yes. Did he almost kill himself every time he did a spot? Sure. But they were pretty nuts. Yeah. Uh, Tim sent me a clip of him doing a spot in AAA, which is the exact spot that he did to Kenny through the table. Crazy. Um, I don't know if you knew that, Tim. I didn't know. Like I just thought I was sending you some GCW garbage. Well, that GCW that was garbage a, spot was literally yeah, I said it. on. No, this it was GCW that I, I think sent was, Andy. I think it was GCW, though. No, I think the it? apron said GCW on it. Um, but that exact spot was done to Kenny Omega. I, GCW uh, sucks. Vikingo is very good, you know. Um, I would like to see him against someone like Ray Phoenix or Dante Martin. Yeah. Um, I just thought he almost broke his neck like four times. But um, oh. Kenny protected him. He protected himself. Yeah. Um, I mean, if 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 there was a better build, I think I would have liked it more. But this was more the build was the dream match. So yeah. I, I understand why people really liked it. So Jeremy, you probably loved it. I did love this match. Yeah. As soon as it started, I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna love this match. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I know. I I just like all of those. Like he reminded me. I think I was saying before to Andy. Like he kind of reminded me of like a very young Rey Mysterio. How the way he way he moved around the ring. Um, I mean, he did... I told you before we started that the spots reminded me of Halloween Havoc. At yeah. The end. I mean, it was just like. Yeah, I mean that like that kind of thing. I don't know what the name of it was. The reverse Hurricane Rana, like spike basically, like was just an yeah, insane. Yeah, land on his head. Yeah, like that. I. There's spots that I haven't seen before, I think, from him. So, whenever that happens, I think it's pretty cool. No, I thought it was good, man. I, uh, you know, I'm not going to be your typical, like, I know, I, I like to, I just like to joke around. But I, 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 I thought this was cool, and I thought, like, the athletic spots were it's extremely impressive. Do you think Kenny's going to go back uh, to being. You know, solo with Don Fallis. Well, he does have uh, a I title match this Wednesday. My, f- I have two. I yes, think he I- has a he has a uh, IWGP US title match against Jeff Cobb this yeah. this Wednesday. I forgot he was the champion. I forgot Kenny was the champion. Yeah, a little shout out to the King on video, Eddie Guerrero, baby, rest in peace. Is that um, Eddie? Yeah, it's the Funko Pop you bought me. Um, I my favorite. You go to Wikipedia. Incar- 
and you go to Dominic, Eddie Guerrero is listed under being his dad. By the way. <laughs> yeah. Also, I was saying Shawn Michaels is my favorite wrestler. I forgot I was wearing like an old school, like early 2000s, like maybe 2005, 2004 Shawn Michaels shirt. But um, what I was going to say about Kenny uh, is I think I've mentioned it on the show before. It's like my two favorite incarnations of him is one is like in Japan – leader of the bullet club the with the, the aviator sunglasses and the long trench coat yeah. and the broom. Yeah. I like that. Kenny. That is the cleaner, right? Yeah. But then I also really liked when he was rocking like the triple H sideburns and was cutting promos <laughs> and wearing like purple suits. I like that. Kenny, I would not mind to see like more solo heel. Kenny. Like That's the that. bell collector is what they called him. Right? Yeah. The bell, I like the bell that. I like that. Kenny. I was really into I that. Do, I, I do like, too. Yeah. So that's why I asked. I, you know, I would like to see it. That's when he was actually like cutting like the best promos I've seen him cut. Because yeah. now he went back to being like you remember when AEW first started, and then there was just like I don't know that Kenny Omega. Well, this like, is I remember I've talked about I've talked about before. I was like some of these guys. It's like they're just them. They don't have a character. I felt the belt collector was an actual character. Yeah. Well, yeah, and he was like Compared a douche. Just Kenny cocky. Omega being Kenny Omega. And he was cocky, and he was a heel, and like I liked it. And also the heel manager, Don, uh, you know, Don Callis is great in that way. And Don Callis. Well, yeah. he's. But I mean, he's this, been. This is go- gonna be. This is gonna be like transition of him from Don Callis, probably, because it seems like he's gonna figure out the Don Callis stopping him from joining the elite guys to with Hangman, and then eventually he's gonna drop Don Callis. Yeah, I can see that. Do you think he's going to bury him in a concrete crypt? <laughs> he didn't kill him. He just made him go away for a little he while. He just went he to didn't sleep. didn't kill him. He just disappeared for a while. Like the, remember the, I, I watched a clip the other day when Big Show threw Kurt Angle off of like, the parking garage. <laughs> Dude, Andy, do you remember how much that messed me up as a kid? A we watched it live. We were like, oh. I swore it was real. I'm like, Mom. The big show killed we like, Kurt Angle tonight. I was like, I was like, it was too quick. Was like, it was too quick to have a pad down and switch it. It was yeah. way too quick. Like I still forgetting that at that time SmackDown wasn't live. Like Oh right, right, yeah. I still remember the time when like was it Vince went into the limo and it exploded. Uh, that DX. was right. That was and then killed Chris Vince the Chris Oh yeah, that's Chris, another time they killed someone. The, yeah, but the Chris Ben the Chris Benoit thing happened like literally a few days later, so they had to like Stop the whole Wait. Vince dying. Story. Yeah, then he like appears. Yeah. Yeah. God. Um. Uh. Anything else you want to add though to Dynamite before we get into SmackDown? I've been enjoying Dynamite a little bit more lately. Uh. I don't know, man. I would say as a as a like I was hardcore into Dynamite. I mean, I got AEW flags and hats, and I'm. I don't know. I might be wearing an AEW hat right now. I don't know. It's all backwards. But after the whole all-out media scrum, my love for AEW kind of uh, died a little bit. I mean, because all the main people left, uh, Kenny and the Bucks and Punk, and, like, you know, without seeing those guys weekly, we kind of saw the same stuff over and over and over. But uh, lately I've been enjoying the show more. I think I'm kind of like swinging back into this like Wednesday, getting into it. Yeah, this Wednesday after Dynamite, all access starts. By the way, oh, I right. can't wait to. When do, do we get to talk about 
the Moxley and CM Punk thing? Well, Moxley's interview, I think, is tomorrow. With... After SmackDown. We're going to talk about the CM Punk comic after SmackDown. Oh, well, yeah. But, like, Moxley's interview with his wife, Renee, isn't, Renee. I think, until tomorrow, tomorrow. I think. So we'll have his response. Yeah. So let's get into SmackDown then, so we can talk about CM Punk. Yeah. Instagram post. Uh, Paul Heyman and Sola Sokoa confront Cody Rhodes to open the show after his win over uh, Ludwig Kaiser. Um, they say Cody's pothole on the road to Mania is his one-on-one match with Solo this coming Raw, which is tonight as we're recording. Cody looks over at Solo at one point and says, "As I said last week, you're not ready." And then he says Roman will find out that he is not ready either. Uh, so that concludes that segment. We have Charlotte Flair come out eventually. She cuts a promo about Rhea Ripley. Because um, I believe Rhea talked by herself recently about Charlotte. So it was Charlotte's turn to basically talk by herself. She talks about respect and insecurities and uh, nepotism. How you know she's proud to be a Flair. And you know she's not sorry for that at all. Um, we had LA Knight defeating Rey Mysterio due to Dominic's interference. Rey's family's in the front row, his wife and daughter. Uh, Dom and Rey come face to face and Dom ends up saying, uh, to his mom, how does it feel to be married to a loser and a coward? He says, did you know you were married to a deadbeat? And he said, of course you did. You knew you were married. So that means you're a deadbeat mom. And he gets in his mom's face, and Ray's been walking up the ramp this whole time. And he gets in his mom's face, and he tells his mom to shut up. <laughs> and Ray comes walking over, and Ray punches Dominic. And Fine. Fucking pop, dude. This no. is a. I was. I mean, I expect people to cheer, like, because they've been waiting. But like, people must really fucking hate Dom because <laughs> they were like, "About time, yeah. Ray! You freaking hate yourself." I. In this but place. dude. I never thought I would say this. If you go back and listen to old episodes of the podcast from last year where Dom starts coming around and we're basically all making fun of him all the time, Dom is one of the better characters on the show. I'm not talking about, I'm not saying he's like, I'm not saying he's like, you know, like burning down the house five star or seven star Meltzer matches, but I'm just saying he gets you to hate him. He's one of the better characters on the show for sure. Which is so weird because I'm like, there's no way. Well, I also, yeah. but I just remember at one point being like, there's no way this is ever going to work. And then right. somehow. Like when, he, when, like when he joined the Judgment, judgment Day and became dark. Like, oh my like God. you're like, oh, this is awful. And he, dude, he's one of, he might be the best member. He became honestly. a parody of himself and that's what like. And he, he became a parody it. of himself and that's what like made it work. Yeah. yeah. And like him and him and Rhea at first. Where it was like him getting choked out, and then he kind of like was a submissive person to her. He's into it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, this crowd, this crowd really popped, and Ray gets on the mic. He said, "You pushed me to do this. You don't re- disrespect your mother like that. That's my wife." And he accepts the WrestleMania challenge, which I think we talked about was inevitable. Um. There hasn't been any talk about a retirement match, though he is going in the Hall of Fame. Uh, sometimes when people go in the Hall of Fame right before Mania and they're still active, they retire, like Ric Flair did, you know. Um, but yeah. there hasn't been talk about his contract coming up or anything like that. So Yeah, um, so I guess we'll just maybe see it then with the match. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, 
you know, everyone fan wise, I think respects Rey Mysterio, and they know what he can do. But I think people are actually like have gotten more cheerful of him since this storyline with Dom, because Dom's such a you know piece of shit. Like, you know, people are kind of behind him again. I don't know. It's yeah. cool to see. Um, so I mentioned before that there's a fatal four way uh, women's match tag team um, going to be at WrestleMania. I already talked about the males uh, last week. Liv Morgan and Raquel uh, Rodriguez qualified this week. Shotzi and Natalia won their match, and then Ronda and Shayna came out. Uh, Ronda's dealing with a broken arm or sprained arm right now, apparently. He's probably going to wrestle. I mean, like, I don't know, but they came out and let everyone know somehow they got added to the match at Mania. So I um, think for this Friday, we'll probably find out the final uh, team to be added. Uh, we had a segment of Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, and Gunther uh, contract signing. And, of course, that went off the rails a little bit. You know, Sheamus and Drew really aren't friends anymore. Butch started... Uh, freaking out, and I think he went after Gunther, um, which we and I think they end up having a match actually, uh, which we see we've seen this match in NXT UK when he lost the belt to Gunther or to Walter. Yeah. At the time, Pete Dunne was the former champion, and then he won. Um, and then uh, SmackDown ended with the KO show with his guest Sami Zayn, and the big takeaway from it was. Uh, well, one, I got to say, those two are funny together, uh, just, yeah. you know, riffing off each other. Um, but Kevin Owens brings up how, you know, he's like, every Mania, you know, I have a Mania shirt. And he, he pulls out his shirt, and it says, uh, it says, like, K- what, KO Mania? Or, the Wrestle, isn't it Zane? Zania? Well, on the back, on the back, it it says, like, Something with Hollywood and WrestleMania and KO. Yeah, but I've heard, I, I, I've, it's it's kind of different. It doesn't just say KO Mania, but yeah. Um, he tells him this is the back of the shirt. He's like, I thought this year we do something different. And so the front of the shirt says WrestleZania. Yeah. yeah. Um. Oh, the back says KO goes Hollywood, and then the front says WrestleZania. Ah, uh, that's what it was. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. I like how so Sammy like cheering. opened the T-shirt like he did with the um, honorary Oos one too. He did it like mm-hmm. in the same way. Um, but that'll be a big seller. I know it yeah. at WrestleMania for sure. Um, it's almost like they should. But be the Usos. I know we were thinking about that before <laughs> Tim got on. We were like, it's probably gonna be Rhea and Charlotte close out the first night, but it really should be the Usos and Kevin and yeah. Sammy. Just from popularity wise, I did find out today. John Cena posted about it. Cena and uh, Austin Theory are opening Mania. John Cena. <laughs> John Cena. You um, have a big mouth on you, John. So Chena. the Usos. T- <laughs> I sent you that video right when he's like, "That's it's his so favorite person to yeah. like, get to laugh." <laughs> so good. He's like, I still have people, and people in the comments are all just like, I literally can't say his name anymore without <laughs> yeah. saying John Chana. John Chana. <laughs> you got a big mouth on you, John Chana. <laughs> and it just, I think it caught Cena off guard, and that's what like makes it yeah. freaking hilarious. Dude, it's so good. Um, it's one the of Uso- the best lines ever <laughs> in WWE. 
The Usos attacked afterwards, and that uh, would close out SmackDown. All right. So, like Tim said, let's get into the CM Punk stuff. All right. Here we go. <sighs> Do we got to read the whole quote? Do I have to find it? Did you send it to us in a group chat? Yeah, it's on, yeah. Uh, Twitter link. Okay, here it is. So, CM Punk posted this on Instagram, right? On a story. Yeah, and deleted it. And then deleted it. So, I guess someone was... Uh, there was a reason why he posted it. There was a rumor talking about of <laughs> Dave Meltzer. Of what? <laughs> yeah, was, yeah. But was what was Meltzer. the what was the rumor? What did it have to do with like I don't know. him losing? I didn't, to, I didn't like, even the squash hear match it. stuff. I didn't even hear what Meltzer okay, was well, saying. Steampunk so. wanted to Punk wanted to clear the air, so he deleted it shortly after posting this. He said, "Sigh, I wasn't cleared to come back to wrestle yet." Then pl- the plan was to wrestle at the pay-per-view. I sat and listened to Mox- Moxley's Rocky Three idea. I explained how I'd never seen a Rocky movie, <laughs> and I thought the idea sucked, but if Boss wanted to do it, whatever. He said it wouldn't lose to me. I'd never experienced someone refusing to lose to me. I just laughed. I asked Tony if this is what he wanted. He said yes. He's the boss, so I said okay, but I uh, need to be cleared first. They kept saying it could just be a squash, so I didn't need to be cleared. I scoffed at that. My health is more important. Dave Meltzer is a liar. Jericho is a liar and a stooge. There were plans, but plans always change. But I'll never put a company above my health ever again. Um, now, tomorrow night, like we said, or tomorrow, Renee's sessions uh, that she does when she interviews uh, people, she's interviewing Mox, and apparently that will be addressed, Mox aside. Yeah. So, what's your guys' thoughts on this? I, mean, I thought everyone could get along. That whole night. I wish he didn't say anything. That whole night, though, that pay-per-view, we all were texting. I kept saying, something's weird. Something's weird. They wouldn't have just ended a match like that. I was like, there's got to be more to the story. And, you know, six months later, here we are. You mean the squash match? Yes, I I remember us all texting, being like, "What the fuck was that?" and like all being like, "Something's up." Like we we're like, "Something's weird," and then I don't yeah. know. But that is, that is like if Moxley had that Rocky Three idea, as if what what Punk was saying. I mean, that is like you know Rocky gets beat and then he comes back and he gets beat like pretty bad and then he comes back and then the movie and wins. So I can see what Moxley was saying. I don't, I don't, I don't really, it's hard for me to believe that Moxley was so adamant about him winning, like not losing to Punk at all. Well, I figured Mox and CM Punk like each other, but that's what I thought too. (laughs) Apparently no. Yeah. They, they even like ate, like they would like travel together and all the stuff. They would, he would post like photos of them. I don't know. If you remember when Mox was in rehab, you know, Punk came out and talked good things about like, you know, everyone should be chaining for Moxley. Yeah. I don't know. I'll I don't be know. interested, that... though, to see what Mox says. Yeah. The thing that was disappointing to me was, like, it felt like they were getting close to bringing Punk back to AEW. And, like, they were actually talking. And then this happens, and I'm like, all right, there's probably no chance now. What did, what did Jericho say? He'll do everything in his power to make sure C. Punk comes back. <laughs> yeah, well, I think they, they, people were saying, like, he made that comment with Jericho because he thinks probably Jericho is the one talking to Meltzer. Hmm. Which I'm like, okay. I can see Jericho doing that, though. You know Jim. Do you know, I want to see what you know Jim says. Ross used to call uh, Meltzer for years. Meltzer. Oh really? 
Yeah, I was I was like watching Jim Ross and not just him though. It's not fair to just say him. Like I mean, a lot of the guys did. Like I remember, yeah. like I think there was a podcast where they were talking about how Jerry Lawler's wife Cat was gonna be fired, and then Jerry was like, "Well, if you fire her, and then I quit, and then." Jim Ross was like, well... Yeah, that's in the Jerry Lawler yeah. uh, documentary. And then apparently Jim Ross was like, well, call Meltzer. <laughs> it's just like a normal thing people do. Yeah, they said it on air. Heyman on air was like, Jerry Lawler left because his wife got fired. And was like, oh, Jesus, he literally just said it on air because he replaced him. Um, all right. You got anything else to add to the CM Punk stuff, or do you want to get into Mania prediction? No, it's just... I'm still holding true. I'm still Team Punk. I still... Until I see some real concrete shit that makes me... I am not saying that the dude's a nice guy. If I saw him out, I definitely <laughs> would not even go over and say what's up or try to like fist bump him or anything. I'd probably leave him alone because I know how he is. I just still don't believe, though, that right. all this all this stuff just came out of thin air. You know? Oh... Like there's yeah. there's always more. There's there's their side, there's this their side, and then the truth is somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Um, I do want to mention because we missed last week. Real quick about the segment with uh, MJF's rebar mitzvah and the four pillars, you know, all wanting to go after MJF's title. I thought that was kind of cool. Oh, yeah. Darby, Darby's line, shot jungle, jungle boy. I mean, they were all talking shit to each other, yeah. What was Darby's line exactly? Yeah, was about, two weeks ago. He was calling out people complaining on Twitter about wanting to get out of their contracts or they don't like that oh, they're yeah. not getting used. And then he made a joke. He's like, if you don't give me my title match, he's like, I'm just going to go pl- complain on Twitter. And they, they said something about Sammy and uh, getting engaged again or something. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, another um, four months you won't get engaged again. <laughs> Uh, I'm just going to say, I feel like this is premature. I feel like you're pulling the gun on, you're pulling, you're shooting the gun too early on the whole, get the whole four pillars to feud with each other. It feels desperate to me. This should have been something maybe like three years from now when, when the whole thing is like, I beat all of you guys in the singles matches. Yeah. But imagine like two to three years from now when they're all even more over and bigger stars this whole thing would mean way more. Oh, yeah, I mean, I mean the company's only like, been around. Know, like, MJF might not be here in 2024. <laughs> yeah. Well, how? I mean, it's just like the company's only been around like what three and a half years. So it's like, how can you? Do, how can we do the four pillars match already? They're all still like new, basically. Yeah. I mean, but also like, who else do they have though to feud with MJF? Well, and 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 that's the thing. Like, if Tony could get his eggs. You know, his ducks in a row, and get all this punk shit figured out. I'm cold, out. baby. Where the hell? Nice. Where? Where's all the? Yeah, like where are all these people? Adam Cole returns. Well, Adam Cole notice, just came back from a, this Wednesday. You, you, know, you notice how? But you notice how we don't even talk about Alice or you know Malachi in like a main event way anymore because it's bad booking. We it, it's now it changes your perception. He's also a trios what? champion. He's not gonna. Yeah, it's stupid. It's stupid. I'm sorry. Uh, I get heated <laughs> thinking about it. I like how Tim started of... off like, 
He's like, I'm getting back into AEW a little bit more, and now he's just like, stupid booking. <laughs> well, I'm now. Well, now I'm just remembering all the stuff that made me mad with it. <laughs> um, I, it's just like you got these people that should be these big stars, and you got one of them a trios champion. You're sending a bunch of them to ROH. I'm like, ugh. I don't know. I just get frustrated as a fan. Yeah. Kenny and MJF never happened. Not Mm -hmm. once. I didn't think about that one. Bill Collector in the suit Kenny Omega against MJF. We never got Punk versus Kenny. Should have been a huge match. We never got... That will never happen now. We never got Daniel uh, uh, Danielson... Versus CM Punk AEW era versus Punk. Yeah, I mean, really, Punk was only there for like not even a whole year. Yeah, and then he got hurt. Part of that, I don't know. Andrade, Andrade. I don't even know what he's doing. Miro, don't even know what he's doing. Miro's making movies and TV shows. He doesn't even care about Is wrestling. That what he's doing? <laughs> All right, let's let's wrap this up and get into WrestleMania predictions. Um, all right, I I don't know the order of the card, so this is not no order. This is just like bottom all the way to like our main event that we definitely know. Yeah. All right, Liv Morgan and uh, never mind. I won't go over the Fatal Four Ways because some of them aren't even like officially done yet. So, do you guys think Bray Wyatt and Bobby Lashley is happening? Um, stupid, stupid no. match happening for. You no think reason. they scrap it or do, or or replace but or replace Bray? I think scrap it, scrap it completely. Damn, Bobby Lashley not on Mania. I know, after, like everything this year. Fuck. I mean, I'm not a huge fan, but still, I think he yeah, should still be on sucks Mania from over like Omos. Yeah. Um, dude, bring back. Maybe AJ will be healed in time and just do AJ and Bobby. That'd be good. AJ, I mean, AJ's like for AJ's that. like sorry. AJ's like, sorry, I got to dye my beard a little bit longer. I'll be back in like three months. <laughs> oh, yeah. We won't get into that. <laughs> I don't want to get into that. Uh, Rey Mysterio versus Dominic. Dominic. Clean win? Or... Dominic. Because Damien Priest ain't doing nothing at Mania. He ain't doing nothing, yeah. dude. You're going Dominic, Tim. Who you got? He's going to put his son over I think for Dominic sure. wins too. Dominic. Yeah, I think Dominic wins it. All right, Edge versus Finn Balor, Hell in a Cell. I think it's going to be Demon Finn. Edge will probably do the freaking brute thing. Can can I can <laughs> I spoil it cuz I saw it on Raw today? I saw I mean I had the mute. I had to mute it so I didn't know what Finn said during his thing. Yeah, but they did a little like demon thing at the end. He's bringing the he's bringing the demon. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to show you something. You've never <laughs> seen before. <laughs> Gets me every time. Finn, or Finn. Uh, Finn, because he wouldn't bring the demon character out for it to lose. It would make him look well, weak. Unless God comes back. Well, forgot about God. You never know. <laughs> well, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be the the odd God's champion. God's a Finn. heel. Trish, Lita, and Becky versus Damage Control. I'm gonna go with Trish, Lita, and Becky. They, they're bringing back yeah. these 
legends for you know a match yeah it's not for the titles either so yeah i'm gonna go with them too tim uh yeah i I agree with you and they're they're not gonna bring these girls back to do this and plus the last time trish came back i think she lost to charlotte so it's like she's not gonna lose again yes that was him and lita lost to becky so if i'm a betting man that's right if I'm a betting man, I'm going the legends go over. Uh, Austin Theory, John Cena, United States Championship. I say Theory because Cena's not going to stick around and be a champion. Yeah, Theory. Uh, I'm going to go 100% John Cena. John Jana? John Jana? Are you really? Are you really going John Cena 100%? Yeah, 100%. Maybe if it wasn't for a title. He's going to yeah. whoop that ass. All right, well. Maybe he can lose it the next night on Raw. <laughs> nah, Cena's back, baby. Yeah, Cena, baby. Come on. <laughs> Full time, yeah. Gunther versus Drew versus Sheamus. WWE Intercontinental Championship. Sheamus has never won the Intercontinental Championship. It's the only belt he's ever missing. Uh, I don't think he's going to win this one either. I think it's Drew. Drew? <laughs> I think it's going to be... I think Gunther retains. Mm. Big star. Big I'm gonna, future. I'm going to pick The office Gun- is so happy Gunther. with Gunther. But also, I think so. I think Gunther is going to lose, but then th- this is the other match that I think like, Cody will win, and then I think Gunther and Cody for the title. Oh, God. That's not I would good. like That's to see bad. Cody and AJ for the title, but <laughs> call me selfish. Um, by the way, Tim, there's a rumor that they want to make the new title like we have talked about before. One of the ideas is your world heavyweight title you got behind you. Mm-hmm. They're going to bring it back? I say they do. Th- mm-hmm. Possibly. That's one of the ideas thrown out there. If they're going to do two titles, I say they do the wing, Eagle, as the WWE, and then what you have as the... Why wouldn't they do that? It's the two best. Well, unless it's trips, I'm (laughs) I'm partial to the uh, ruthless aggression era undisputed title, but that's for sentimental reasons with Eddie Guerrero and Brock and other things. But I think Cody, the most beautiful belts are the world heavyweight title and the winged eagle. Why would they not be the title? Not the round wing eagle. Not the round wing. No, the one where the 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 wings are like actually yeah. The one where the wings are actually like out, out, yeah. The one that Bret Hart had. Um, yeah. Um, okay. Brock Lesnar versus Omos. I mean, I do Brock better fucking win. I'm gonna be <laughs> so bummed if he loses. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Brock Brock's winning this match, hundred percent. Seth Rollins and Logan Paul. Better be Seth. I'm going Seth. Tim's gonna I be hope. like Logan Paul. No, I hope it's Seth. We all hate Logan Paul. <laughs> all right. Uh, three more. Bianca Belair versus Asuka for the Raw Women's Championship. I'm going Asuka. You Bianca think it's won out. it last Mania. I'm saying Asuka. I think it's Asuka. You know, Bianca's had it a year. This, this new version of Asuka, I think she's back to her killer self like in yeah. NXT. I think so, too. Yeah, I think. Going Asuka. I think Asuka. All right, Charlotte Flair versus Rhea. I'm going Rhea. I'm going Rhea. She won the Rumble. She's being pushed. 
yeah. you know, she's she's more pushed than the champions are. Yeah, she needs a title now. And I think I think she's more ready for it than she was maybe before when she had a oh, yeah. bit. She was she didn't really seem like she was comfortable on the mic at the time and Oh, she's ready remember, now. She would like forget Yeah. She's seasoned. Yeah. All right. Roman versus Kobe. I'm going Cody because he's going to have the most pyro in entrance history. Wrestling has more than one royal family. No, it opens with, instead of him saying that, it goes, did you know my dad is Dusty Rhodes? Did you know my dad is Dusty Rhodes? Something, something, let's go. Cody Rhodes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going with Cody as well. So, um, I, I, What do you guys think of the card this year? Run to the store, I just went out of bleach. Whoa. Now, would you wish The Rock was on it against Roman instead? I mean, it would have been nice, but like, I, I'm good with this. Oh, you know what's not on here? Usos versus Kevin Owens the same. Oh yeah, how did we forget that? I don't. I think when I made the list, it wasn't officially announced yet. But uh, um, KO and Sammy. KO and Sammy become the new undisputed, and then the bloodline is done. And I think Roman probably takes some time off. I think so. Too. He's been nonstop since yeah. COVID. Since uh, I think they do it like the next night too, like on Raw, like they everything unfolds for the bloodline, and then Roman's kind of gone. Oh, like the members like quit. Yeah, they quit, and then Jimmy's like, "Yeah, I'm out." And Solo's just standing there, and he's (laughs) he's like, "All right." And then Heyman walks out with Brock. Yeah, after his win over Omos. (laughs) No, because then we're gonna have backlash, which is basically mania rematches. Yeah. All right. Um, next episode, guys, it's going to be Mania. You know, I think we'll basically blow, th- we'll go through really quickly all the other shows, but I think we'll yeah. go in depth with Mania. So, um, yeah, tune in for that next week, everyone. Tim, you want to take us out? Well, I will take us out, Andrew. Um, let me say, guys, we all apologize for missing last week, and we know our schedule's been a little sporadic, but thank you so much for coming back and joining us for episode 77. The classic show of the week is Bound for Glory 2010 by TNA Wrestling. Now, you might be saying TNA. to yourself right now, yeah, yeah, it's curveball. Now, you guys might be saying to yourself, Tim, I don't have a way to watch TNA Wrestling, and that's okay because this pay-per-view, the full show, is up for free on the Impact Wrestling YouTube channel, and I'm taking you through some of these matches. I'm picking this one because it's just such a weird time period in wrestling. It's the crossover between then and now, and you'll see what I mean here. And it's just it's so weird. But let's let's go through some of these matches. You TNA got, was kind of stacked during this period. Generation Me versus the Motor City Machine Guns. Now, Generation Me is the Young Bucks, if anybody doesn't know. Um, let me go through, see what else we got here. We got a random Rob Van Dam versus Abyss in a Monsters Ball match. You got the Pope 
and Kevin Nash and Sting versus Jeff Jarrett. And he is, I'm just trying to see who his partner is. Uh, <laughs> Andy <Mick> Foley. <laughs> what was his face? Sounds awful. No, but hang on, hang on. We're going through some confusion. Jeff Hardy versus Mr. Anderson versus Kurt Angle is the main event. Uh, gosh. Mr. Kennedy Kennedy. It's uh, Kennedy, Kennedy. A, I forgot. It just it just is like Andy saying, it's like such a mess of a pay per view that I almost it's like you got to see it. It's just such a weird time period. But yeah, uh, if you want to see some really weird wrestling, go watch that. Uh, it should be entertaining and it's free. And uh, I think that about wraps it up. So. Yeah, we will see you guys with our WrestleMania episode for episode 78. Andy, is Lily the official mascot dog of the PW Fan Podcast? I think so. She is. There she is. (laughs) Well, guys, everybody enjoy WrestleMania. Have a great, safe work week, and we will see you all in a few weeks. Well, sorry, in a few days. (laughs) Well, not in a few days. (laughs) We'll see you next week, goddammit. All right.